Can I just say, I love the uh, the other day I went to dinner with my girlfriend and her parents, her very conservative parents, and she like they were just like, well, Scotty, we watched a few of your YouTube videos, and I instantly went, was, uh, was there another gentleman there, and was the fuck word used a lot? Because then I'm fairly sure I'd have to leave the state to get any approval anymore. There was, How did they even find out? Well, I mean, I, I firstly, I I post a lot, but also it was uh, it was um, bad example. So I got off scot free, and I was like, "Good, watch that, and nothing else I ever do. <laughs> do not go into that. Don't go down that rabbit hole." God, that's not even it's not even a rabbit hole anymore. It's a black hole of filth and depravity. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Oh, what is that section? That's a load of BS. A load of BS. What is it? What? They're talking about penises. <laughs> they're, ta- they're talking about my favorite radio host, Alex Jones. How dare they? How dare oh, they bring no. him up? That oh, man is a golden god. <laughs> Scotty, I can't have three weeks in a row where we talk about Alex Jones. Three weeks of AJ, baby! <laughs> It's the year of AJ! Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to InfoWars! Fuck you. Welcome to InfoWars, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I am talking about E, the B, to the L-A-K. It is Blake Tanner. I'll have no part of this. Welcome to a load of BS. <laughs> Welcome to a load of Bs. Also, uh, my OBS screen, I'm at, that's how I have to watch your cam is through my OBS and I unfortunately got a bad look at my face and what it does when I do the Alex Jones impression <laughs> and it's bad the lip top lip curls in my entire head shrinks into my neck and it's just a lot of shaking I just <laughs> turn into this this gross monstrosity of a man he tried and then when the moon rises, his head slowly... It's like Teen Wolf. Is... It's Teen Wolf with <laughs> Alex Jones. Well, is this what happens when you get the super blue blood moon? Oh my god, that's what happened. So I opened the door. I opened the door to the bathroom and my dad's there and he's also Alex Jones. And he's like, we've got a lot to talk about. And I'm like, up next, Obama, real or fake? He's like, let's go. <laughs> The weird thing is, as soon as like you you walk into the living room and you see your mom, and she is also Alex Jones. <laughs> then it goes pants down to the dog. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> but you know the weird thing: the cats. Cats are fine. The cats are fine. Cats now, are Obama. Oh no! I was gonna say the cats were like, uh, oh god, what's her name? Like the the lady, the very uh, liberal lady. With the glasses, who does uh, news? I can't remember her name. I, I love her to death, no. but God, that's definitely what cats turned into. And also, we have just crafted the worst Twilight Zone episode of all time. He, <laughs> imagine if you will, 
a world where you wake up and everything is Alex Jones. Everything. From the, the only thing you can have a sensible conversation with, your cats. From the uh, from from your parents to the dogs to the microwave, every it's it's Jones all the way down. You press you you open the microwave. You start pressing the buttons. Beep 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 beep. beep. This is gonna give you six types of gay. I just wanted some popcorn. Could you not pop 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 pop? All right, it's it's good. They said once it gets between like three seconds between pops, it's fine. Pa pa pa. I would pay. You open up the popcorn bowl and it's just little Alex Jones. It's just a bunch of little Alex Jones. I'm buttery and delicious. Put me in your mouth. <laughs> Don't forget that good ranch seasoning. And of course, this would all be expected in the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone guy turns around and it. Uh, and he's Alex he's Jones. He turns back, he's Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like the thriller music video now. Where at the end of it where my MJ turns around and he's got the yellow eyes. Instead, it is just Alex Jones's face. And he just screams about frogs. Oh, God, this nightmare world that we've created. Do you know what created all the Alex Jones in the first place, though? What? It was the chemtrails. It was the it was the chemtrails, I'm telling you. That's what did it. Oh, hold on. It's weird enough that it actually benefits me. It, it's actually making me stronger. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is closing in. Creatures crawl in search of blood oh, to terrorize y'all's name. Da da da. Oh wait, shit! That's that's not even thriller. It is a completely different Michael Jackson production. Yeah. Oh fuck me. Cause I'm bad. I'm bad. All Michael Jackson songs, but all the Shimon's and Woos are replaced by Michael or by Alex Jones. Whoa. So how's your week been? <laughs> I like you've given in. You're just like, all right, fuck it. I don't care. I'm just, it's been three weeks of him, Scotty. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't think I brought, I, I can't remember who brought Alex Jones up last week. He's just, it's the same. It's the same I mean, thing. I think that I did. So <laughs> this is all, this is mostly on me. My As a matter of fact, I think. I brought him up in the first place. Well, so this is my grim retribution. <laughs> well, this is it, my this is my punishment. It's the sa- it's the same thing that happened with Rick, and it happened with Patty Warbucks. Where once and Nick and Owen Wilson, where when we realize one of us can do the impression, it sticks around for about a month, and then the half life dies, and then it goes away immediately. So, uh, oh, I'm uh, just waiting for that blessed day. That blessed day when he just passes up. He's just like laying back He's... and he's, Young Tanner, I've taught you everything I can. And now, I, there is another dies. Another what? Uh, what? What? Uh, 
he just had a heart attack. Scotty is your fades away. He's my what? What? I don't understand. Uh, full, just full. So my week. Yeah. Has <laughs> been... So my week, by the way, was fine until now. It was pretty good up until the last like ten minutes, um, in which I just wanted it all to end. Although to be fair, that was kind of you during Fight Boys. This guys, if you, if I've, I try my I'll best. Get... Yeah. Listen to this week's Fight Boys for the full experience of Tanner, the Tanner week. Just taking that sick drag. Just had to take a drag now off. Now it's of become it. like a. I noir. just had to recollect. It's now become a noir, like black and white. I'm gonna put a filter over it to where it's black and white, and you're just like, I awoken that day to discover death all around me, and my cat was Obama. We could probably make a better book than the one that we read a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Meow. I but, am a cat. And I want you... Meow. 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 Bye, fellow Americans. <laughs> give... Meow. Give me milk. You son of a bitch. I don't know why making Obama swear is my instant go-to. That's my instant comedy it's... retribution is just like, you know what's funny? Obama saying fucking... <laughs> It really, I would, I would probably pay money to hear Barack Obama swear at me. Swear, <laughs> Blake Tanner, you motherfucker! God, I know that. You know those websites where you can buy like a custom video message from like a celebrity. I can't wait till there's a president that that has fallen from grace far enough for that to happen, and it will happen with pro- President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Um, oh that's gonna be a glorious day (laughs) i was the former president and uh i'm here to let you know that you were correct blake tanner yeah i'm happy you finally fucking said it thank you yes you you were right about everything i just wanted to my 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 election was in fact an accident you are correct (laughs) we had no we did not plan on that working no, I just wanted to make more money. We wanted to make a lot more money. Uh, so yeah, that's that's. So what's been going on? Because you are fir- firmly in play country this week. Yes, and as you can tell by my voice and the number of times that it's cracked, I am not feeling well. Well, I mean, I don't know if I have something um, too, but my voice has also been cracking recently, and I don't know why. Yeah. And I'm getting real nervous. I'm like, Dweg, am I getting second puberty? Will my beard be even bigger? No, it just means that it's all going to move downstairs. Oh, no. I don't want that. I don't want to be a furry yeah. Chewbacca boy. Oh, uh, actually, like, I've been sick since the beginning of this week. I woke up yeah. on Saturday. We recorded on Friday night last week, and I could already feel myself getting there. Yeah, and the concept of um, Charlotte's Deep Web was enough for you to be like, fucking, it's over. It's all over. Well, it did make my body have an immune response that just tried to kill myself from the inside out. Blake, um, I I want to apologize because I think I jinxed you. I just remembered something. So during last week's episode, for those of you who didn't listen, and if you didn't, the fuck's wrong with you? 
uh, because this is <laughs> this is clearly an episodic series, and you have to start from the beginning. The beginning. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't understand anything. Um, but last week I did when I was talking about going to Disney. I said, "Well, Blake, you understand that if a show's going up, you won't get sick because your body holds off on it." And my body did that when I went to Disney. I think I. Oh God. You motherfucker. <laughs> I thought you were trying. Yeah, but you did this to me. You did this. I thought you were trying to get me sick through the internet as you were leaning closer <laughs> and breathing on the mic. Like, take the germs. Take, take them. them. They're all yours now. You deserve them. You deserve all of this sick. <laughs> get my net sickness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is that it? Oh. Has it just been sick country? How's the show been going? I guess we can go on. The salt play has been pretty good. Um, it's a very moving and touching emotional experience. And really, the whole thing about just being sick is, like, there's not really a lot of interesting stories that come from it, other than the fact that, like, I was thinking about it today, and I realized it's Thursday. Oh, like, just time passing so quickly? I don't remember... The days. Welcome to what working in, like, not a 9 to 5, but more working in retail is like. Because a 9 to 5, at least you can be like, alright, I get off at this time, and then I go do this, and then I can enjoy my Monday. No, working in retail is legit just like, fucking, I go in it sometime, I don't know, I can't plan my day. And then, like, I I don't want to get fully salty about this. But I am very salty at my work right now because I was getting very excited because my manager gave me a five-day weekend. She gave me tomorrow, the next day, and like up until like next Wednesday I was off. And then she came in today, looked me dead in my motherfucking face, and just said, Hey, come in at 7 a.m. on Monday and help me tag shit. Don't even work with customers. Just tag shit for four hours. And I'm like, I hate you oh, with every ounce of my... And that's the problem, like, because I'm sure you have it as well, where not... I, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's like niceness social anxiety, where you have to just be like, I, I really... It, at my core need to say to no to this physically because I know mm-hmm. it will ruin my whole day but I'll be there boss I'll get that cashola because yeah you have that whole feeling it's like yeah. there's no way I'm not going to say no to this because I'm just not that type of person Yeah, even though I just really do not want to do this. I need I need with every ounce of my being not to do this, but you asked me, so now I have like you asked me and I have no easily accessible excuse. That that is also true. Yeah, if yeah. I don't have a way to get out of it, I can't get out of it. Like, because we're going uh, to Huntsville, which is like two hours out. We're going there on uh, Saturday. And I'm like, fuck, I just need that trip to be on Sunday. Because then I could easily say, I'm going to be in Huntsville until midnight. So I cannot do this because I would not have the sleep on me. But no, has to be a Saturday trip. So anyways, you're sick. So anyways, you're destroyed physically. 
Yes, I I am utterly. My body has been slowly shutting down and then kind of regaining strength, only to shut back down again as I go to work and do actual like yeah. life stuff. Because I I realized this today. Welcome to and life. I wasn't Welcome really to life stuff it. with Blake Tanner. Yep. I wasn't doing it consciously. Yeah. But I was just kind of hobbling everywhere. And I realized that the phrase kind of uh, subconsciously escaped my lips. God, I hate my life right now. Oh my God. And it's just because I just, I was working and I just felt miserable. Welcome like, to, I've sure gotten I... over the contagious part of the sickness. I just feel miserable. Yeah, that's a majority because of the time. I'm still when I work, even if I'm sick or not. Yeah. Like, I could deal with my normal workday if I was not sick, mm -hmm. but just, like, the added ickiness of getting over whatever this is just adds enough to say, you know what, fuck this fuck and fuck this. everything else. I'm taking a nap in the uh, in the lounge. Yeah, yeah, And there's nothing you could do to stop me. You and can't. I took a nap in the lounge. Yeah. Like, with me, like, the day before we went to Disney, I, like I said last week, I had, like, this pseudo-flu, and I, I went to work with pseudo-flu, and I had to work, like, this five-hour shift where, fun fact, no one buys anything. Like, yeah. no one goes to, uh, like, goes out to buy anything anymore, because Amazon.com exists, and Amazon is awesome. And so I just remember sitting there for that five-hour period leaning against like leaning against a table and then at one point i started walking and i realized my entire body had started to physically adjust to my position of leaning on the table so i was walking at a 30 degree angle i was just like oh, all right this is where i am now oh do you know what something interesting did happen yeah when i went to the doctor uh-huh he prescribed me hydrocodone. Oh, and that's what led to the best episode of Fight Boys that's ever happened. Well, hydrocodone, if you don't know out there, is an opioid. Yeah. And I don't do well with opioids. Like, it makes my body physically just turn into a blob. Yeah. You I feel as if like I am... You sound like a blob as well. Yes, exactly. I sink into the earth and I become something that is not quite human anymore. You become the girl sure. from the weed commercials where it's like she tried pot once and now she's like this. And she's just like laying in the couch like a flat blanket. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about like the girl from the TV show Alex Mack. Wait, what? I don't know about this. <laughs> Do you remember the, the old 90s Nickelodeon live action show where like there was this girl who could just turn into, like, a puddle. No, what? The, oh, man, if we ever do a Buckwild TV uh, tournament, that's gonna get on there. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, yeah. this, now, hydrocodone, it can fuck you up. Yes, it can. I realize, like, if I take it too soon before I go to sleep, yeah. that, um... It affects my autonomic nervous system, mm -hmm. and I forget to breathe. What? What? So one of the side effects of taking opioids, or hydrocodone specifically, is the fact that, like, 
it can mess with your ability to like your body's ability to automatically breathe. So that- like I was drifting off into like sleepy land and then I realized, oh, not getting any air. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. A- and that happened for a good 30 minutes before I was like, wait, this isn't natural. I should see if this is a problem. Holy shit, dude. And that's apparently like one of the uncommon side effects of taking uh, hydrocodone. That's intense. Now, did you ever... Okay, I'm going to expose the type of child I was in high school, but did you ever consume what is known as purple drink? Oh, you mean Great Noss, my boy. No, Blake. <laughs> I what? mean purple drink. So... I went to a party in high school where what you do is you take a Jolly Rancher and you, whatever flavor you want, but grape is the best one, really. You put a Jolly Rancher in a red Solo cup, then you give yourself a couple shots of hydrocodone, and then you top it off with Sprite, and then you drink that, and you get really fucked up. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> and Blake, let, firstly, I didn't have that much of it, so it wasn't that bad. But the weird thing was the fact that, like, when you go to a party, you're like, uh, like you know, Greg has a beer. Scotty's over there with some whiskey. Blake has a whole bottle of bourbon. Um, this party was an exclusively just hydrocodone party it was nothing but fucking like these plat styrofoam cups filled with hydrocodone and sprite and jolly ranchers and that was it i don't remember why who the fuck does that this is why we have an opioid crisis (laughs) um but like that stuff i couldn't even imagine doing that because hydrocodone specifically like it is, I end up feeling just about as bad as I would if I didn't take it. Yeah, I just don't cough anymore. No, okay. So my favorite story <laughs> from this, and I don't know, I may have told this on the podcast before, but I, it's one of my favorites. Was one of our buddies was sitting there, and he had had like three or four cups of hydrocodone and Sprite, and he's just kind of staring. Like, you know when you can tell someone has tunnel vision? Like, they get that Christopher Walken, like, from uh, Pulp Fiction 100-yard stare. Yeah. He had that. And we're looking at him, and we're just like, hey, man, you doing all right? You you doing good, buddy? How are you feeling? And then he just kind of keeps staring, looks to his right, and we were all sitting around outside around a bonfire, looks to his right, and then just goes... (laughs) (laughs) like scream vomits then pops back up and without missing a beat goes feeling a lot better now man and we're like okay cool guess that's what that's called your body figured out you were two seconds away from overdosing on an opioid yeah that's your body realizing hmm we ain't got coughs And this is supposed to make coughs go away. We don't need this. Eject! Eject! That was your liver saying, if you don't do this right now, stomach, we're going to die. Yeah, that was you being like, uh, protection, please. Oh, man, and you know what else I say please to, Blake Tanner? 
Uh, I imagine you say please to a lot of things. I say please, ladies and gentlemen out there in the universe, give <laughs> us your energy. And by energy, I do mean donations over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go to help donate, help these boys out right here, keep the show going. That way, Blake, we're eventually, our goal, I assume, is to be able to do this for a living. We have that Wayne's World feeling of, wouldn't it be awesome to do this for, like, a living? I think that's where we're at. And that way, Blake Tanner never has to walk down the street delivering mail and then just go, I hate my life. <coughs> but, of course, we do have some perks over there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Depending on how much you donate, uh, we do month or we do like weekly streams where I actually stream video games with the uh, Discord, our official Discord. So uh, I'll be doing the forest with uh, the guys on the Discord or we'll play different games together. We do that every couple of uh, weeks or so. And then, of course, if you donate any amount, it doesn't matter. We shout you out on the podcast like the Patreon saint herself, Deborah Moore, like Scott Moore, like Alvis Edgehart, like Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, the official, the second, the official first mate of the podcast. And of course, Miss Jenny's side, all of our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And if you want to join the Patreon squad, if you want to be one of the BS boys, go over, donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Now, Blake, let's get into segment two, which we haven't planned, and that always goes well. That's always a fantastic time when that happens. Yep, I believe my reaction to that was... We're just going to do it live. Well, my favorite was the fact that, like, I guess the I hate my life Blake came up because it was just like, can we just talk about things we like? Can I just please have some positivity in this shitty sick week? Just a beaming beacon of light. And I realized, like, I had my, like, I had a really good moment today. And it's... I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to all of us where you're pumping gas and you stop and you hit it right on the number. Right on the money. It's mm. Oh, it happened. And I landed it right on that 15. And I was like, I want a movie like this. I want a movie where I want the most satisfying movie of all time. And I just don't know how we build it. Like, it's just like, all right. And here's 20 minutes of Joseph Gordon-Levitt cutting into some kinetic sand. Oh, God. Uh, honestly, for me, it would probably be the most mundane thing, like waking up. And this is this is actually going to be me in a couple of days. Because yeah. you know what the best feeling is in life? Uh-huh. It's after you get the first shower you take after you get over a sickness. Oh, yeah, that one's good. Um, another one, and it's, it's a, my favorite thing to do post sickness, and this is going to be gross and probably lose us all of our Patreon subscribers, but you know, when you just clear all the snot out of your nose, like, yep. and you feel it go out, like you feel it physically escape the nasal cavity and you're like, oh, I uh, did it. I've, I've, there's a point. Yeah. In your life, in your sickness, where you will blow your nose and you won't have to do it again. And that, yeah, and that that's that feeling. It's the feeling of, like, the final snot. It's gone. 
Deb, oh, tell God, you... please don't name this episode the final snot. <laughs> no, the name of it will be Don't Name This Episode the Final Snot, episode uh, 64. Oh, another, oh. Po- another thing to be positive about, we're like five or four or five episodes away from the greatest episode of all time, which will be episode 69. And it's just going to be called nice. Like, it doesn't matter. We're going to have, like, an amazing goof that would have the best title, the best SEO. No, we're just calling it nice. Episode 69, baby. We get it. Yeah. We're up with that, with the meme economy. We're up with that meme. Can I just say, um, speaking of the meme economy, my favorite meme of all time. I want to pay tribute to right now because it did not get the respect it deserved, my brother. It disappeared no. in like a week. It went because like yep. no, no, no. I'm fu- I'm not gonna go full on show me the way, but I will say most me- Harambe stuck around for like months. But show me the way the first meme in a very long time where I was like, I giggle at every single one of these that happens. I really enjoy show me the way. No, no, I couldn't even enjoy that. They were just like, no, it's immediately going away because it's kind of racist. And I'm like, well, I can't argue with that. But damn it. It's so good. It it was also I mean, it was one of those that burned so bright that it had. <laughs> The good die young. It shines so bright it burned itself out. Well, I know I know how much you loved it. And when I did first see it, like, for that first uh, few days, it was some funny shit. Mm-hmm. But then everybody started doing it. My favorite was... Yeah, that was what was weird. I did not expect it to catch on as a meme. But it did. Um, but my favorite things of all time were the interviews with the people who basically are Ugandan Knuckles. And so it would be people who were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did this. Oh, no, I did not say that in the Ugandan accent. I'm sorry, my brother. No, 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 no. I am I'm American Ugandan. You don't understand. I loved that. And then there was uh, there was another very good one where uh, it was a guy whose mom just yelled at him randomly for screaming about Uganda. He was like. My brother said I was too loud, and now I have to be very quiet about the Ugandans, <laughs> or else she will come in. She is a worse devil than you, brother. And I was like, okay, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm not... Yeah. It has influenced me to... uh at work, we have like these morning meetings where they're like, this person sold this much, and everyone applaud them, and this person sold this much. And I bring in, like, books to work, so I haven't, I have, uh, my hands aren't free, so I do click instead of applauding. So in the back of the group, you always just hear this, in the middle of the applause. Oh, God. (laughs) And I'm the only person who knows is my friend Brady, because I told him about it, and he'll look at me and be like, I fucking hate you. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I cannot control it, brother. I think that um, this is the prime example of what happens when you beat a meme like a dead horse. Oh, no, that's that's my job. Like, that's that's my secondary job aside from this is just to beat memes like dead horses. Um, you know, you know, the dab. I still do the dab. I still I was still dab on the reg. Um, well, I bet you've I bet you still got your fucking fidget spinner on lock. 
Uh, I actually can see both of... Actually, no, wait. I, I can see all three of the fidget spinners I own from where I'm currently sitting. I can see the one that you got that's, for me, that's got my name on it, and it's just, like, it's just out of reach, and I'm not in a position to, like... It's like looking into the past. Move. Looking yeah. into that... Because di- I remember when I worked at uh, the Build-A-Bear in Orlando, we had a monkey... And the monkey was the only one with arms long enough to dab. And I definitely at one point posed it perfectly dabbing. This was not during the golden age of the dab. This was after the destruction of the dab. And so I, my favorite thing about it were the... Because the parents were like, ah, that's funny. It's doing that dab thing you saw on the, mine, on the Minecraft videos, Gavin. And then Gavin's just like, Fuck you, dude. You don't understand the dab. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Fuck you. I get it. I get it. I'm the cool kid. And they're like, you're why the dab is dead. And I'm like, yeah, I beat that dead horse. Is it it just part of a holy crusade to, like, destroy memes? I think it's because, you know, I I like working with kids and stuff. It's because I'm secretly everyone's dad. And so, therefore, I have to, I have got to ruin everything. You, you are the embodiment of the Hello Fellow Kid culture. <laughs> Dude, yes, that's perfect. Yep. That is me. Um, speaking of uh, America's dad, did you see Tom Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers? Because if we're discussing... I, you know, I, I saw like a headline about that, and I thought, oh, that's going to be nice. Yes, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about things that make us happy, just Tom Hanks. Do you know how many people he's played in movies? I was talking about it. Oh, it a ton. He has played so many fucking real people. So many to the point where The Onion wrote an article and the headline was, Tom Hanks claims he will not rest until he has portrayed every living human being. And I cannot wait for the Tom Hanks film where he is the B and the S. At the same time. And it's going to be a whole lot more wholesome. He's just like, we're the best darn guys of all time. Welcome to a load of bees. Oh, oh man. No, not the it is the Nicholas Cage. Not the bees. Not the bees. Now who Not would, the bees. In the BS movie, who would uh, who would who would Nicholas Cage be? And I'm not like who cuz we're bringing him on clearly, but who would he portray? Um Richard your, Flair. I was going to say your dad or mine, but that works as well. I like that idea. No, I think that I think my dad would be Ric Flair and your dad would be Nicolas Cage. But it's just for like a one second cameo where we look over and it's like, Blake, is that your dad? Yeah, that's my dad. Has he ever? Have, you, have they ever told you he looks just like Nicolas Cage? What? No, don't be. Ridiculous. Oh no, he is. Oh, he, go, he totally okay. is. Yeah. We go that angle. We go the angle of oh, no, mm-hmm. my dad is blatantly Nicolas Cage. Yeah, did you not know that? Yeah, did you not know my dad? My dad, Nick Cage, <laughs> fantastic dad. Why do you think I talk about him all the time? Oh, hold on, that doesn't give me an excuse. Is the only problem. <laughs> oh no, because oh, uh, I think I think it plays into the fact that it's like, dude, but I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. That's why you love me, Blake Cage. Holy shit! Why is your name not Blake Cage? Blake <laughs> it needs Cage. To- the last name Cage makes any name better. There's no Scotty Cage, Blake Cage, Darren Cage. Any Anyone can be made better by their last name being Cage. 
Man, Luke Cage. Luke that motherfucker's fire. Yeah, exactly. Greg Cage. No. I don't well, think... Well, that one... Uh... Is there anyone, like, super cool named Greg? Because Greg does not... I love Greg. Greg is awesome. Greg's fantastic. But Jesus, there's probably not a, like, super cool Greg. No, Greg does not conjure up, like, memories of really influential people there is not a movie. i'm sorry to all the gregs out there i'm sure you're actually wonderful there's no like and i'm sure that somebody somewhere will hear this and they're gonna be like well what about all these famous gregs that you forgot about oh it's okay i'm do i'm gonna be that person right now fellow kids and i'm gonna look up famous greg <laughs> Damn it. um let's see famous and gregs what, watch it in be this like... interim, I would just like to say, I love it when our second segment just turns into our first segment. Our first segment a second time. Uh, nope. Yeah, list of famous people named Gregory. Gregory Peck? I don't think, I don't think Gregory Peck. No, I'm sorry. He's cool. <laughs> he's all right, but he's not a bad, a badass. Uh, Greg Kinnear... Oh, shit. Now, wait, does it still count if it extends to Gregory? Sure. Well, I think we need to throw Greg's that bone. Okay, then then they do have, uh, stand back, there's a hurricane coming through, because Gregory Helms is actually pretty much a badass. Oh, yeah. damn it, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Turns out the the only way to go beyond your Gregness is to become a pro wrestler. That's the only way okay, you can get out sense. of your Greg the Greg hole. You gotta you gotta break the Greg cycle, the cycle of Greg. The cycle of Greg. You gotta break out of the cycle of Greg, or else you'll end up like Greg Proops. Oh God! Who, I love Greg Proops, but Greg Proops ain't cool now, is he? No, sorry, Bob. <laughs> so, uh, the only way it's to become a pro wrestler. So, all you Gregs out there, get your pro wrestling game up, and then we'll get it going. We'll defend Gregs after that. You heard it here first, Gregs. Get out there. Get to that school. Uh huh. I, I will. I will not rest until every professional wrestler is named Greg. <laughs> Greg Cena. Greg the Greg John, Greg the Greg Gregson, Stone Greg Greg Austin. God, the Greg Taker. The the un no the under Greg. <laughs> Greggy Greg Greggy Uh, God, there's a CM Greg. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Mr. McGreg. I, I felt bad when CM Greg left the company after the Royal Greg to join the UF yeah. Greg, the UFG. Well, it's he, you know he got forced out by Triple Greg. He got by Triple G. Triple G forced him out. It was I think it was between uh, her, him and uh, Stephanie McGreg. <laughs> oh man, I don't know how many more. I don't know how many more Greg legs this has. I think we've went through all the Greg legs that this joke has. That's true. Uh, well, of course, there was uh, Greg and Christian. Greg? No, Greg and Christian. Greg and Christian. And then, of course, Samoa Greg. 
Man, Greg Flair, if his name was Greg, it would have took away from that. Uh, a lot. Big man, let me tell you, I am a kiss accepting, <laughs> wheeling dealing on the weekends, unless I have the kids. Coach flying. Uber riding, oh. son of a gun, Greg Flair. Woo! Whoa! No. Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Oh, man. So, also, can I just say, uh, I, I saw something weird earlier, because I was looking, since we're going to Huntsville, we're only going for a comedy show, but that's a two-hour drive. And I think me and you have discussed before that mathematically, to drive that far, you have to spend a certain amount of time in the city or else it was worthless. Yes. Yeah, so, um, for a two-hour ride, I was like, well, we need to spend, like, eight, ten to eight hours in the city, at least. Unless it's a wrestling show, and then everything is null and void. But, um, we... I mean, once you go to a wrestling show, it is like spending ten to eight hours in that arena. It is. Uh, <laughs> so, I was like, well, what could we do? So, I looked up, I found, like, a barcade up there, like, looked really cool. I found a mall, and then I was on, like, TripAdvisor... And I saw something rather interesting, which was I went down, I saw like, okay, escape games. Okay, here's like all the entertainment things you could go do. And then I saw ghost tours, which I was fine with, except they added the caveat of ghost and vampire tours. I feel a little bit weird about that. Because vampires, yeah, because vampires are still dudes. They're still kicking around. That's like a celebrity tour at that point. Yeah, I mean, why are you going out exposing all the vampires in Huntsville? Well, yeah, not only that, though. Like, for ghosts, the whole element is you never know when they're going to pop up. You never know where the ghost is going to be. With a vampire fucking over there, like, that's where they live. There's vampires in there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Count, that's Count Greg's place. <laughs> Damn it, no! Greg's dead. Greg's dead, baby. Greg's dead. Uh, no, Greg is undead. Thank you very much. He's a vampire. He's the under Greg. Oh, man. Um, I just... Can you just include anything on that? Because it Because with the ghost thing, it's just like, oh, I heard this creepy noise. It's obviously a ghost. I heard something... Or I saw, like, a flash. That could be a ghost. A vampire is a human, no matter what. A ghost can easily be like, oh, you see this weird orb? That's a ghost. You can't just be like, ah, look, the dung of a werewolf was here. Carl, that's dog shit. No, no, no. They have a really cool railroad museum in Huntsville. Oh, okay, but are there vampires on the Do you like trains? Hey, I like trains. Are there vampires on this railroad, though? Yeah. The underground vampire rail... Okay. It's the, the Vamp un- Express. The- <laughs> no, I was going to talk about the Underground Vampire Railroad because the vampires have been kept in Nat or not Nashville has been kept in Huntsville for these vampire tours, and now there's a uh, a vampire elitist who's helping them escape on the Vampire Underground Railroad. The Vampire Under Under Greg Railroad. Damn it! <laughs> Do you have Greg Bre- Greg's brand cough syrup? And so now it's gotten to a point where it's kicked in, and instead of making you tired, it just makes you advertise Greg's. 
Greg? Which would only work if we had British viewers. You are right. Go to Greg's. Pick you up some Greg's brand cough syrup. It's going to be oh. fantastic. Now it's also going a little kiwi. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish we had Greg brands over here in the States. Yeah, because that would really add to the Greg potential of this country. How the fuck? Okay, first it started with John Cena, and we made the word John stop making sense. Now we're taking Greg down. We're just taking them all down. Oh, that's Greg, man. That's Greg. That's just how the, that's just how Greg goes, my dude. Hold on. Straight Greg. How I like the fact that you were the one this time that just called out the what are we doing moment. <laughs> Blake. What? I looked up two simple words and I found fan fiction. Oh no. Oh no, and it's very lengthy, so we can't do it. But I did look up Greg and Vampire. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I found a fan fiction called Greg the Vampire, and it's a sequel ish to Frank in Love, which I can only assume is a romance oh. about Frankenstein. So. The plot of this... Next week. <laughs> on BS. The Greg Saga ends. Um, Yeah, let me give you the story behind it. And I'm going to say a word, and I'm not sure if it's okay to say, but it's alright. Uh, in this plot summary. Greg, Dracula's dark menacing... Okay. So, Dracula's dark menacing... Socially retarded eldest son finally finds romance. Oh my, what? That is, after he gets over his intimacy issues, adopts a dragon, and helps save a monster orphanage through what I can only assume is in fact a breakdance battle. Oh god, this is horrible. It's, okay. I'm not saying we're not doing this, but I will say it looks Blake Wrestlemania 1962 was 15 parts of very short chapters this is a 20 part saga of very very long chapters and we are already oh, doing no. a series on bad movies I am going to put my foot down also her... Greg's cat is in fact named Shub I can't say okay. Shub is it's Shub, and then the last name is spelled N I G G U R A T H, and I'm not gonna say that. I'll change it to a J, Jiggerath, Shub Jiggerath, but why? What? Oh my God! Who is this person? That thinks that's okay. It's Aggie Bird. Aggie Bird, who has written... This was published in 2007 and updated in 2009. So it was apparently a very lengthy thing. I like the fact that somehow... 
between the name Greg and the concept of vampires that we both fell on separately, we came together to find a book about Greg's dark, menacing, socially retarded son by Aggie Bird. Let's see what Aggie Bird's created. Scotty, we've been doing this for too long. Do Do the merch plug. Well, there's Frankenlove, Greg the Vampire, and Make the Yuletide Gay. And I am, Do the merch plug. I'm already terrified about this. Oh, Scotty, Blake, make Blake. the pain stop. No, because I found the explanation, Blake. I understand her now. I understand Aggie Bird. I this is her this is her bio. I am a female of a marriageable age currently residing in the u.s and i decided to live in florida (laughs) fucking got it that's it that explains you aggie bird yep 100 percent oh man and you know what else we got gutting 100 cotton t-shirts over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com that's right ladies and gentlemen Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the only website where you can go to get your official BS merchandise. I update the shirt or website with a brand new shirt every single month. I have yet to design February shirt, but of course we do still have the shirt for the brand new novel BS versus the gods. It's a book that took, it was in production for a very long time. I'm excited. It's finally out. And of course you can get a shirt to celebrate that. And of course get the book as well. It's on Kindle for like 10 bucks. So it's super cheap, and it goes to support these good fight or fight boys, these good BS boys right here. Uh, but of course, you can get everything else over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Oh God, Aggie Bird, Aggie Bird! If you need to get in touch with me, my live journal is the best place. Aggie Bird, no! Aggie Please Bird. stop! <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, like then that means we need to move on. We need to move on. To, you're like, fuck, yes, we do. Uh, yes. Move on More to... More than anything. The BS Buckwild Movie Tournament, where me and you are taking either 16 or 32, probably 16 films, pitting them against each other in a tournament to determine the most fucking ridiculous film of all time. And I'd like to begin this week, Blake, and I need you to know that uh, I originally wanted it to just be films we had seen, but I watched a lot of clips from this film earlier, and because originally I was going to go with Boss Baby, because even though it is the greatest film of all time and is currently nominated for an Oscar, which is my favorite Oscar nom of all time, I, I, it is a Buckwild film, but in the related videos, as I was watching stuff on it, I did find this film that features... Okay, I'm I'm going to just give you the ending of the movie. I'm going to give you, like, the ending of the movie, and I just want you to guess. So, there is a disgraced former child star who is trying to seek revenge... Seek revenge on those who did him wrong. And he decides to uh, take out this huge plan where he's going to go on a massacre of, of Hollywood. Like, just kill everyone in Hollywood. And he has to be taken down by another former, like, 
a kind of a reformed like murderer like someone who used to be really bad but now is good and so now uh the reformed person has to go on with uh oh by the way he's uh reunited with uh his long estranged brother to take on this uh former child actor who's attempting to kill everyone in hollywood would you like to guess what the film is i am so lost right now well uh <laughs> Well, of course, the man attempting to murder all of Hollywood, you may know as Balthazar Bratt, and the other former murderer is known as uh, Felonious Gru, because I am talking about Despicable Me 3. Not uh, Oh god, so <laughs> I have not seen it. Neither have I, but I've seen enough. And I've seen the fact that the main villain, who looks like a close friend of ours, actually, uh, is played by Trey Parker. And that was enough for me to get in. And we came up with a rule before this that I really like. And it, since this is a tournament-based thing, I think since this is first round, you can only go based on plot. You cannot, because last week with Hulk, I was like, the Hulk's not that buck wild, but everything they got wrong is. You need to start with plot, and then you need to save everything else for your later rounds. Because we, I don't want us to basically rehash this every single time. And if you, Well, I blew my load on All Dogs Go to Heaven, so we need to hold off on that for a bit and let me recharge. And, uh, and if you, um... And basically, whoever the loser is, they kind of get to have that American Idol final song and just go all out on everything. But um, let me give you the plot of Despicable Me 3. So, former villain grew. He's now working for the Anti-Villain League. So, he's now going against his people. And his uh, he's now married to another agent, Lucy. And they have to go foil the plans of Balthazar Bratt, who is a 1980s child star who is now turned evil because obviously. Also, he is obsessed with the 80s and uses chewing gum and Rubik's Cubes as weapons and he dance battles people. It's phenomenal, as you can guess. Uh, so Bratt tries to steal this giant diamond and grew and her they stop i think they stop him from getting the diamond but he still escapes and then grew gets caught in a giant wad of bubble gum while naked and shows his butt to people it's very funny and then they are fired because they failed by uh the new director of the anti-villain league who is named valerie da vinci after the uh former leader silas ramsbottom and Silas Ramsbottom was taken out. And so now, uh, Gru and Lucy have to go back and tell their three children that, hey, we're fucking homeless now, basically. Like, we have no jobs. Um, and then, because Gru is not gonna go back to being a villain, uh, all of the minions leave him. He loses the minions, which, as you know, are the bread and butter of this film franchise. Oh, yeah. And so they they leave, and Lucy uh, is now trying to be the kid's new mom because the kids already, they already had to get adopted once, and now they have to deal with other new mom. So these kids have had a rough life as it is. Um, and so then the next day, Gru finds out that he has a twin brother named Drew. 
and it is spelled D-R-U, as you can assume. And he lives uh-huh. in a country called Fredonia. And uh, he go and Gru's like goes to his mom and is like, "What the fuck? I have a brother." And he's like, "Well," and she goes, "Well, when we divorced, we dis- me and your dad divorced. We decided he got one and I got the other." And I'm like, "I don't know if that's how that works, but okay." It's how it works in parent trap. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the fam, the whole family goes to meet Drew, and as you have guessed, he is in fact. Also voiced by Steve Carell, just a lot more flamboyant. Uh, And it turns out, Drew, uh, he's extremely wealthy. He is the 1%. And uh, the butler is like, oh, that is because of our pig farm business. Um, Also, meanwhile, subplot, minions get arrested. The minions just fucking get arrested. And Balthazar Brat steals the diamond. Uh, that he tried to steal at the beginning of the movie. And meanwhile, Drew tells Gru that his their parents were super villains, and that is why that they have so much money. And apparently, Drew, because he is so flamboyant, was di- basically disowned by his father, and uh, and so he's just like, Gru, I want you to teach me how to be villain. And Gru's like, I'm not a fucking villain anymore. I am not a villain no more. You cannot teach me. And so uh, he refuses to be a villain. And then they go in a car ride and fucking they bond, I guess. Um, And then apparently there's another subplot I'm reading here where Edith and Agnes, that's two of Gru's children with the worst names of all time. They go into a tavern. So now there are two children just walking around a bar and they learn from the bartender about a fucking unicorn that lives in the forest. Oh, no. I don't know what this subplot is about, but if I've read this enough times to know that it doesn't come back, Gru's apparently tries to convince Agnes that unicorns are imaginary, and then the next day, they go into the woods to look for the unicorn, and they find a goat. They find a fucking goat with one horn, and they name it Lucky. So that's it. Meanwhile, the minions who have been arrested... This is some Game of Thrones multi-angle shit. Now there are multiple plots. The minions wanting to be back with their master, Gru, it motivates them to escape from fucking prison. So now the minions have escaped from prison. And so now, um, Drew is, goes to Gru and is like, we are villains secretly, brother. You, we must see, we must steal the diamond. And Gru's like, okay, but he wants to bring it to the anti-villain league to get rehired. And so they managed to finally get the diamond back from Brat and they're rescued by Lucy, his wife. And, but then Drew in this dark turn. Drew finds out that Gru was going to give it to the anti-villain league and it's like, fuck you. And then they get into a shootout and kill each other. No, uh, <laughs> Drew, <laughs> best ending of all time. Uh, Drew confronts him and leaves. Um, and then Lucy goes and is just like, okay, you go home. I'm going to take the girls in this, br- in this diamond and I'm going to bring it to the anti-villain league. She also happens to be singing, um, shit, what song was it? I can't, it was some weird 80s song, 
which gives you the hint that it's actually Balthazar Brat in drag as Gru's wife. And I think they kiss? I don't know. It's weird. Oh. And so now uh, Brat has kidnapped the children and has the diamond. And so Gru and Drew, which, by the way, every time I read Drew, it hurts me a little bit. And they go after uh, they go after Brat. And so now Brat has a giant... You've seen Balthazar Brat, correct? Yes. His robot is just a giant version of him without a mustache. It's a giant version oh. of him as a baby in what I hope is going to be the third act surprise of Pacific Rim 2. Uh, Brat starts terrorizing Hollywood and his plan is to use the laser to cut up Hollywood, put chewing magic... The wiki article calls it super cat-powered chewing gum to blow it up and then send Hollywood into space. And so Lucy goes, saves the children, and then uh, Gru and Drew try to take out the robot. Gru gets knocked unconscious. Then there's a real fucked up scene where Brat is destroying Hollywood with this big-ass laser, and he just stops and tries to slice Gru in half. At which, oh. Yeah, at which point Drew comes in and destroys the robot's core. And then, basically, the entire <laughs> robot blows up. It falls apart. Also, by the way, during this, there is a billboard for a Minions parody movie called Onions. And it may be the funniest thing in this entire movie. So okay. that happens. And then, obviously... It can't end there because now you need the villain himself to be destroyed. So Gru recovers and then Brat, who has a magical guitar gun, points and is like, no, you're fucking dead. And fucking tries to go in on him. But Blake, at this point of the movie, I'm sure you've realized they bring back a very important point about Brat's character, which is he cannot resist a dance fight. And what leads oh, no. is a fucking dance fight between Brat and Gru, wherein Gru takes the keytar and defeats Brat with it. And then the minions, I guess, eat all the gum that's covering the city. The family reunites. Um, and then in the ultimate M. Night Shyamalan-ass twist in the end of the movie, Drew steals the minions from Gru and becomes a villain. And so now Gru has to try to stop his brother credits. Well, oh. they left it open for Despicable Me the next. Oh, wait. I also forgot a uh, mid credit scene where Nick Fury comes out and recruits Drew for the Avengers initiative. <laughs> no, that, that, but yeah, that's, that is Despicable Me. 3. That wouldn't work. That's a DreamWorks property, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That this is Despicable Me Three. There is uh bubblegum. There's weaponized bubblegum. There's dance fighting. There's a weird scene where a one-horned goat is a unicorn, and then mm -hmm. the minions become uh cr fucking cr like legit criminals. So that's my movie, Blake. And that was the condensed plot. That was the condensed plot because it kind of got worse. So would you Ugh. like to go now? Yeah, I had a few options that I was thinking of, and I'm glad that I picked this one because 
I want to save the other wild one that I've got for later. Yeah. Um. So for this week, I picked the 1985 blockbuster hit, uh, classic, The Goonies. Oh, okay. I thought you might have been going on a Back to the Future kick, but I'm down with this. A Back to the Future no. fucking your mom kick, but all right. That's a good one, but I think I think The Goonies has got a little bit more meat on the bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, The Goonies, of course, starts with this group of kids, uh, known, of course, as The Goonies, because they live in um, the goondocks of Astoria, Oregon, um, and their neighborhood, the Goondocks. I would just like to point the name out. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I've not, I've never seen the Goonies. I've legit never seen it. So, holy shit, the Goondocks. Um, and so, the Goondocks is about to be bought up. So, a yeah. bunch of like old white adults could build a country club on it. Right. And, um, also, can, these I, killed... can I quickly throw in that my favorite movie is The Goondock Saints? It's a very good film. <laughs> I thought about the Boondock Saints as well. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, but so in this, the impending wake of this buyout, the Goonies, these kids are all getting together for like one last weekend together before they all have to move away yeah. to fuck knows where. Um, your cast includes the Optimist main boy, Mikey Walsh, his older brother, Brandon, mm-hmm. um, the inventive um, token Asian boy, Data, Balthazar uh, the Brat talkative and yep, the talkative mouth and their overweight klutz chunk 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 of course uh, is the breakout star of this movie yeah 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 but um anyway one day Brandon is ru- rummaging through his parents attic as they're getting ready to move and he finds an old gold doubloon and a treasure map okay. to leading to the treasure of the famous pirate one-eyed willie mm-hmm. located nearby in astoria oregon i i mean pirates didn't get around to oregon that much i also just want to comment on one-eyed willie i just want like that's that's a name for a dick like that's no there's no way that's Good. not a name for a dick Good old one eye Willie. Yeah. So, um, this is when uh, our good boy gets everyone else together. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey grabs the rest of the Goonies, and they decide to go off in search of one eyed Willie's treasure. Yeah. Because it's just a bunch of kids pulling a stand by me, except there's going to be gold at the end. And not a dead body. <laughs> yep. Well, you, you say want, that. You kids want to see some treasure? <laughs> um so the kids on their first leg they go to a derelict restaurant yeah um to try to find like a secret passage but this is also the same location um where they encounter famous crime gang the fratellis who earlier in the movie are shown escaping from prison stealing a car and murdering someone and they are of course all the they escape from prison so they're obviously all minions Yes, exactly. Well, the the two brothers are basically minions <laughs> to their older mother character, who gives Large Marge a run for her money at being a scary old woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, at the same time that these kids show up at this restaurant, the uh, the Fratellis are hanging out there, mm-hmm. and um, 
the kids like go in and they don't know that it's the Fratellis and they're like, they're getting gypped for a little bit. Um, but also uh, their older brother, Brandon tracks him down with two girls that he knows yeah. for some reason. Um, so they are exploring around the restaurant. They wait for the Fratellis to leave. Yeah. And they find out that they're running like a counterfeit operation under, uh, under the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, this is also where they find a dead body. Well, obviously, yeah. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. So half most of the group runs into the tunnels, and they send Chunk off to like go get the cops. Yeah. Um. So Chunk just trying to wave down cars and stuff. Um. But he gets found by the Fratellis. Oh no, not Chunk. Yeah, poor Chunk. Where they Chunk gets uh tied up in the Fratelli's basement with the Fratelli's third brother, Chunk. Wait. Chunk, Scotty. It's not Chunk, is, is it? It's Chunk. I thought Because ch- Chunk is their deformed younger brother. Who is kept? He was like a seven foot tall monster, basically. Wait, hold on. He, Which one is Chunk? I thought Fat Boy was Chunk. Sloth. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, but Chunk and Sloth get uh, messed up together. Um, Sloth was dropped on his head a few times. Oh. He's very. He's not all there anymore, physically right. or anywhere else. Um. This is where the Fratellis threaten to uh, torture Chunk by shredding his hands in their blender. Jesus. Which is when Chunk tells them that the rest of his friends are looking for One-Eyed Willie's treasure, so the Fratellis set off in chase. Mm -hmm. Um, This leads to uh, Chunk uh, befriending Sloth and getting him to break Chunk out of the basement and going off after the Goonies as well. Uh-huh. So the Goonies, they go through a bunch of different booby traps. Uh-huh. Um, a bunch of fun stuff, including, like, a lot of um, a, a bone organ where they could fall to their death. Um, and a wishing well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so they find out that the Fratellis are on their trail, and they start running. They start running real fast. They find One-Eyed Willie's pirate ship that is enclosed in a secret grotto. Okay. Um, and it's been sealed in that cave for centuries. I, I think it was by accident, but the the pirates, for some reason, could not escape. Um, so they all just died on the ship. I think there might have been a mutiny or something. So the, the kids are basically exploring the remains of this ship and yeah. all the pirate skeletons. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of treasure. Like, this ship is loaded down with a bunch of gold and jewels and stuff. And the kids, they just start loading their pockets. Except when they get down, they find One-Eyed Willie's corpse. And One-Eyed Willie has a pile of treasure in front of him. And Mikey says, no, you can't take that. That's One-Eyed Willie's share. Oh. 
because uh, pirates, you know, they divvied up the loot at the end, and each one got a share. Yeah. But the Fratellis catch up with the kids, and so they tie all the kids up and stuff. Um, they threaten to kill them by forcing them to walk the plank by having their hands tied, so they would drown. Oh, okay. But, um, of course, this is when Sloth and Chunk arrive triumphantly. Angered by the Fratellis, Sloth is on the Goonies' sides now. Mm-hmm. And um, he subdues the rest of the Fratellis while the rest of the Goonies escape. Because as the Fratellis were looting the ship, they touched One-Eyed Willie's share. Oh. And that set off one of the wildest fucking um, Rube Goldberg devices that One-Eyed Willie had apparently built in his fucking spare time mm-hmm. that allowed the pirate ship to break free of the grotto and just escape to the sea. Okay. All um, right. So as all of this action is going on, Sloth, of course, thinks that he's become Superman for some reason. Um, <laughs> didn't, you know, I'll mention that more later, possibly. But um, the ship sails away, and the Fratellis and the kids are all left on the beach. As the authorities show up... Wait, hold on. Can I just... And the, the beaches of Oregon? The beaches of Oregon. Oregon does have beaches. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but, like, they all show up. The Fratellis are put in custody. And the Goonies, of course, like, the Fratellis took all of their loot and they left it on the ship. It is now sailing away. Except, of course, for this one bag of jewels that Data kept in, hidden in a pocket... That's just enough money to cause them not to sell the goondocks. Aww. So they all have a feel-good moment as they watch One-Eyed Willie sail triumphantly off into the sea. Yeah. Because he's dead. I would love, like, a like a fucking stand-by-me ending to that, where it's just like, and then we were all arrested for theft. Turns out that was actually that was mm-hmm. actually just a fucking underground interactive uh, mini golf course, and we fucked oh, yes. up a lot. Um, when well, when the cave collapsed, it killed a lot of tourists. Can I just say the most the most buck wild thing about this movie is the fact that I realized halfway through your description I have seen this, but the only time I saw it was in my Spanish class, and she tried to use it to teach us Spanish by playing us the Goonies in Spanish. But guess what? If you hadn't seen the fucking Goonies, all you're seeing is men talking and then Spanish. That's fucking hilarious. Donde esta chunk? Donde es Mikey? Donde me amo es love. Superman. <laughs> me, me amo, baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. <laughs> oh man! Oh, okay. Here it comes now. <laughs> I think I think we need to set a timer on ourselves for next week, especially me. I mean, probably both of us, but especially me, because damn, I I got into Despicable Me, but it's just so fucking yep. buck wild. So I mean, that was wild. Like that was a good freaking get. That was a good pull. That was a good pull. It was Despicable yeah. Me. Um. So, so are you gonna agree on Despicable Me going to the next round? 
I'll say Despicable Me needs to go. Yeah. Uh, Goonies has some like other wild stuff that I could get into, but well, I mean, nah. I was gonna say, do you want to go on your American Idol last song and just kind of if there was anything you left out? Um, you know what? Honestly, I'd probably have to see the movie again. Yeah. To get all the good stuff. I'm gonna have to watch Despicable Me three before we go into the semifinals, which is already scaring me. Um, oh yeah. So before we uh, close things up, uh, you know how on opposite attractions we give ourselves a challenge for the following week. Yeah. Uh, I want to challenge you to try to come up with the most buckwild Nicolas Cage film. I think I think it's gonna be Cage. It's gonna be a Cage off next week. Oh. Okay. Uh. Are we going to have to coordinate to figure out that we don't pick the same Nicolas Cage movie? Man, there's one I want. You know there's one I want, but also I think there's other ones that are equally, but I think we'll all okay, weigh our options. Okay, hold on. We have to put a moratorium on no Vampire's Kiss. That was the one I was going to go for, so thank you. Vampire's okay. Kiss is too buck wild for words. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, next week, the most ridiculous Cage film. Let's go for it. Uh, so, Blake Tanner, what did you learn this week? I learned that you have been listening to The Greg Zone. <laughs> the Greg Zone! And I learned that next week I die! I die a horrible death! Good. Good. Uh, so, Blake Tanner, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Instagram, as well as on the Darkroom Vidya. That is Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A on YouTube if you like video games. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. There's Queasel Corp. Queasel Corp Risen. I just started the third Queasel Corp book just the other day, and I'm really excited to get that out. And, of course, BS versus the Gods, the official, uh, I guess, the BS, a load of BS companion novel. Where you can yep. check out me and Blake's adventures and all of the fantastic things we've got into that totally, absolutely happened. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes, rate, subscribe, and of course, join us live. We try to uh, we try uh, to record every single uh, Thursday at eleven o'clock on Twitch.tv/slash A Load of BS. Come come hang out, watch us live. It's absolutely fantastic fun. Uh, make sure to donate to our Patreon page, like all of our fantastic friends have, like all the BS boys have. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at A Load of Pure BS.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and remember you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week!